0: The Moore Thompson podcast. In this episode we're going to be focusing on inheritance tax, which have hit a record high this year with many individuals not aware of the rules surrounding this tax. So individuals and families that wish to pass on their legacy need to be careful to ensure they don't face a significant inheritance tax bill. Now, I'm joined today by Heather Bright, who's partner at Moore Thompson. Um, she's going to help us understand the ins and outs of this tax. So welcome, Heather. Thank you. Hello. OK, well, let's start really
1: simply. Um, what, what is inheritance tax? OK, inheritance tax, or IHT, is a tax on a lifetime gift or on your estate at death. The only time an individual pay IHT whilst they are alive is if they make a gift which is not covered by their nil rate band. Any such gifts are taxed rate of 20% at the time of the gift. On the other hand, the IHT rate on your estate at death is
0: 40%. Okay, so what are the thresholds around
1: inheritance tax? So the nil rate band threshold is currently £325,000. It must be noted though that this is a cumulative tax, which means when calculating the IHT we have to take into account any gifts that have been made by the donor in the previous seven years. There is also recently introduced the residence nil rate band in addition to the normal nil rate band of £325,000. Whilst there are restrictions in order to be able to claim it it does have the potential to increase an individual's total nil rate band to 500000 or a married couple civil partnerships allowance to 1 million by the tax year 2021. okay so will that threshold be affected by a change in circumstances for example marriage okay each individual has their own nil rate band any gifts between spouses or civil partners are deemed exempt transfers for IHT and are thus not limited by these rules. On the death of a spouse or civil partner the remaining spouse can inherit the unused nil rate band and this can also contribute to generating a total nil rate band on the death of the second spouse of up to a million pounds.
0: So I understand there are certain exemptions around inheritance tax. So
1: other than gifts, can you just explain what the annual exemption is? Okay, the annual exemption is an exemption whereby an individual can give away a total of up to £3,000 per tax year. It must be noted that some people mistake the £3,000 exemption, which mean they can give £3,000 per tax year to as many individuals as they like when in actual fact it is purely £3,000 in tax year between all beneficiaries. Okay, And there are other exemptions, I understand. Yes. Some of the well-known ones are gifts to UK or EEA charities, which are totally exempt without any monetary limited, or certain marriage gifts, especially, say, a mother or father can give up to £5,000 to a child in the tax year of their wedding. Okay, So... There's also, I understand, a small
0: gifts exemption?
1: Yes, there is. This is whereby a donor can do a lifetime gift of less than 250 pounds per tax year to any donee. However, care must be taken because if the total gifts given to one individual in a tax year exceed this 250, then the total of the value of the gift is treated as a transfer of value. For example, it cannot be at to the annual £3,000 exemption.
0: Okay. Now, there is also the potential for an individual to make exempt lifetime gifts up to any amount if it constitutes what we call normal expenditure
1: out of income. Can you just explain that one to me? Okay. Normal expenditure out of income is often challenged by HMRC and it's recommended that if you're thinking you can use this, That you keep adequate records to prove the status of the gift the key thing to note here in terms of normal expenditure out of income is that any gift that you make must be habitual i.e that it's given every tax year to the same individual and b that it leaves the donor with sufficient income to maintain their normal standard of living and what's a pet okay a pet is a potentially exempt transfer And this means that any gift given during a donor's lifetime will only become chargeable to IHT if the donor dies within seven years of the date of that gift. Okay.
0: Now this is where it gets complicated. So in addition to the above exemptions, um, I understand there are also certain reliefs available under IHT legislation that can help reduce uh, any liability due on a transfer of value. One I understand is business property relief. Now, again, Heather, can you explain to me how that works?
1: Okay, Um, yes, you're right. There are several reliefs available and business property relief is one of the well-known ones and one of the most often used. Um, The aim of business property relief, or BPR, is to reduce the value for IHT purposes in relation to relevant... Business property and now I know that sounds mouthful but basically relevant business property relates to things such as an individual's business or their share in a partnership shares they may hold in an unlisted trading company or say land or buildings that they use in their own partnership but are held separate outside the partnership or by a company which they control The benefit of business property relief is that it can reduce the IHT on the value of that assets by either 100% or 50%, so it is a very beneficial relief to be able to claim if possible. Okay,
0: and then there's Agricultural Property Relief, how does that work?
1: Agricultural Property Relief, or APR, works on a very similar basis to BPR but it's mainly relating to agricultural land and buildings used for the purpose of farming, as you may expect by it being called agricultural properties relief. The relief is given automatically if it applies, and as for BPR, the rates are either at 100% or 50%, depending on the type of asset.
0: OK, so could you perhaps give us a, a common example of this?
1: OK, with agricultural property relief, a common situation is say where agricultural land is in an estate and it needs to be valued. Now, all the land would have to be valued at market value. If there is an element of development potential with this agricultural land, then the market value will exceed the agricultural value if it was left purely to farming. Thus, the situation could arise that you get a hundred percent agricultural properties relief on the agricultural value, but because the market value is higher, this can still leave you with an element of chargeable estate um, due on which IHT would become due right okay so I
0: understand there's lots of other reliefs things like taper relief, quick succession relief, post mortem relief, uh, which can all be relevant when working out an individual's IHT liability, specifically on death. Of these reliefs, I think taper relief is probably the most well-known, but the basis and calculation of this relief is is misunderstood.
1: Yes, exactly. Taper relief, very much like agricultural property relief and business property relief, is a well-known relief, but also... Slightly misunderstood in how it operates. In general terms, taper relief is available on death in respect of any pets, the potentially exempt transfers, or gifts given during an individual's lifetime in the previous seven years. And basically, it works in the following ways. If the individual dies within seven years, then the value of the gift given is added back to the individual's state. If, then, the excess value exceeds that nil rate limit of 325000 then it becomes taxable. And the rate at which it's taxed depends on how long there has been between the date of the initial gift and the date of death. If death is within three years of the gift, there's no taper relief available, but between three and seven years, the rate of tax due falls. Okay, now you've mentioned seven years here, and I understand there's a seven-year rule. Once again, this is a term that many people are familiar with, but are unsure fully how it operates. In fact, it operates in two key ways, depending on whether we are looking at chargeable lifetime transfers or pets. For chargeable lifetime transfers, as IHT is a cumulative tax, this means that we, when we calculate the IHT, We need to take into account any other chargeable gifts made by the donor in the previous seven years. See if the total transfer in the period exceeds the nil rate band. In relation to pets, as mentioned above, a pet will become chargeable to IHT only if the donor dies within seven years of the date of gift, and then it becomes known as a failed pet. When calculating the IHT due on failed pets, we use the nil rate band plus the impact of any chargeable gifts in the seven years prior to death. We then look once again as to whether this is over the nil rate band and if it is appropriate IHT rates are applied.
0: Okay, so just moving on from there, if I want to give a charitable donation, how will this affect uh, inheritance
1: tax? As mentioned earlier, any gifts during your lifetime to UK or EEA registered charities are deemed exempt transfers. There is also the option for an individual to leave leave at least 10% of their net estate to charity, at which case the IHT rate on the rest of their estate falls from 40% to 36%.
0: Okay. So, looking into the future now, um, what are the plans
1: for inheritance taxes, as you understand them? It's very difficult to say. Um, The government did ask the Office of Tax Simplification to do an IHT review into trying to simplify the design of the system because as we've noted today it is quite a complex system and they issued their second report back in July 2019. Whilst the report did highlight potential changes um, with the general election coming up it would be difficult to predict if any of these recommendations would be taken up and also with the potential change in government whether any of the changes might actually be taken further.
0: Okay, so for those that want help with inheritance tax,
1: um, how, how can you help them? Well, the aim of this podcast, I feel, is just to give a brief overview of the IHT system. Obviously, as with much of the UK tax legislation, this is a very complicated area and we would always recommend seeking full expert advice before taking any decisions. At Moore-Thompson, we pride ourselves that our expert tax team can assist with all the aspects of IHT planning, offering specialist advice tailored to suit each client's unique circumstance.
0: Okay, well, thank you very much, Heather. Uh, That brings us to the end of this podcast. Um, If you'd like to contact Heather, her details will be in the editor's notes that accompany this recording. Uh, And thank you, Heather.